be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Did you know that relaxation is all in your mind? That's right. By applying various techniques of mindfulness, you can practice relaxation anywhere and anytime, whether it's at home, work, or at play. Welcome to Come Back to Your Senses Radio with host Leah Brenda Smith. Our program is all about recovering your common sense. Now, here's health and wellness specialist Leah Brenda Smith. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Leah Brenda Smith. And you are listening to Come Back to Your Senses Radio, which is being broadcast on Voice America Variety and Project Freedom Radio Network. If you're looking for me on the net, you can find me at LeahBrendaSmith.com and on Facebook at LeahBrendaSmith or Come Back to Your Senses Radio. Today's show is all about listening to your body. Listening to your body. Remember that song? I can't remember where it was from that was uh, like, listen to your body talk. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, I find for myself that listening to your body and responding to the information that, that your body's conveying, it can really be one of the most challenging, yet also one of the most rewarding experiences. You know, we all know those uh, cycles we get caught up in from time to time. You know, of ignoring even the most obvious sign of discomfort. We all, we all fall to that. And we ignore the discomfort or we have an attitude that, oh, well, it'll get better on its own or whatever I'm focused on is more important. You know, sometimes the imbalance is really clear, like... The discomfort that comes after eating too much food or the lethargy from not getting enough rest. And the stiffness after sitting too long in an uncomfortable position. Or even that uneasy feeling that you get in your gut when you're faced with some type of a confrontation. You know, our bodies also give us wonderful messages of pleasure. The pleasant sensations, you know, when you really connect with something. Or the energized feeling from grooving along with your favorite dance tunes. And the serenity that settles in while walking in nature. So all of these experiences are real communication from your body. So the obvious question really is, are you listening? And then the next obvious question is, are you responding? Are you listening to your body? And then are you responding in a proactive way? 
Are you being mindful to stop eating at the first signs of being satisfied? Or do you continue to eat until you feel stuffed and then complain about how you ate too much and shouldn't have had that last serving? And then continually repeat the same pattern or the same behavior again and again and again. Do you listen to your body and ensure that you're getting plenty of rest so that you are not lethargic the next day? Do you reposition yourself or get up and move around when your body starts to complain because you're sitting in an awkward position? No, do you pay attention to the feelings that are associated with the confrontations that you find yourself in with others? Or just the regular challenges that come up, unexpected things throughout the day? And do you look to shift your attitudes or your beliefs in favor of internal and external harmony? These, all these things, all these things are really part of listening to your body. Do you follow your instincts and allow yourself to enjoy the company of people that you have a great connection with? Do you put that music on and give yourself that energized feeling from dancing and enjoying those great dance tunes? Do you take the time to enjoy the experiences in nature that always bring about a natural state of calm? You know, listening to your body and responding to the information that it's giving you is clearly essential to your health and well-being. And just notice, notice where you are right now in your communication with your body. My intent really today is to help you to summon, summon your own resolve to bringing your awareness to the messages that your body is sending you. Now, some of the information is there to help you increase your joy and your pleasure. And other messages are there to safeguard you against irritants that can be disruptive to your health. Or other messages are there really to lead you back on track when you've gone astray from your real goals and purpose in life. So many different messages. Not difficult to hear, not difficult to listen. It takes awareness. You know, like so many other people, I used to smoke. I used to drink and puff wacky weed and eat too much and eat foods that my body didn't like. And yes, I used to override those red flags in relationships and walk around with tension in my gut. And I used to allow myself to get involved in situations when I knew there was something not quite right about it. You know the times when you walk forward into something all the while you're shaking your head, either literally or internally, knowing that you're not in the right place. And yes, I'd stay up late repeatedly and not get enough rest. And I used to get caught in cycles of not getting enough exercise or not getting enough fresh air, or not drinking enough water. And in the past, I repeatedly let my work-play ratio get out of balance. 
And my giving and receiving ratio was often way, way off the charts. So I know what it's like to not listen to the signals from my body and to not heed the valuable information that my body is always broadcasting to me regarding my health and my personal and professional satisfaction. Not just your health, but your enjoyment, your enjoyment of life. And then, just like so many other people, I came to a place in my life of, of awareness. I was flooded with the recognition that I'm responsible for my own level of well-being and satisfaction. You know, it's true that the foundation for our relationship with our body, it comes from our family of origin, the foundation does, because that was our original imprint, our original foundation, really for all the experiences that we have in life. And some of us had gaps in our foundation because there were gaps in fundamental areas of our upbringing. So if that was your experience, then it certainly does account for some of the challenges that you may have experienced in this area. Yet, let me assure you that your early beginnings, really, they just give you the blueprint of what you are working with. Your early beginnings do not dictate your potential for change do not dictate your ability to grow or your capacity for success in any area that you choose to focus on in your life. You know, at one point I realized that the healthy habits that I had were just barely maintaining the unhealthy habits that I was engaged in. And then, you know, adding into the mix of that, the natural negative self-talk that is unfortunately all too common. Yes, the self-talk that your body is listening to. So really today we're focusing on listening to your body. And on the flip side of that, it is really good to remember and to realize if you don't already have that awareness that all of the self-talk, whether it's just the self-talk that's going on inside of your own mind that you never speak aloud, and also the self-talk that you do speak out loud, the way you talk about yourself, the way you refer to yourself, that your body is listening to that, and your body is responding to that, and your body thinks that that's what you want. You are the commander-in-chief, and your body is listening. So we have two kinds of listening. You listening to your body, and your body listening to you. And that critical content is often about the unhealthy habits, and the effects that the unhealthy habits, certainly in my case, were having on my body, and my mind, and my spirit, and that's true for other people as well. You know, I realized that I could never be the best version of myself as long as I continued to participate in unhealthy habits. 
as long as I continued to negate the messages that were coming from my body about the effects that these unhealthy habits were having on not only my physical health, but my mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual health. You know, and all of this affects everything. It affects your relationships and your work performance and your enjoyment of life, really. So for myself, I did come to a point, I can't tell you exactly when that was in my life, but certainly I came to a point where I, what did they say, turned over a new leaf and, and started to listen to my body. And I began a new journey. And this journey has led me to a place where I no longer smoke or drink or puff weed or eat unhealthy food products. And I have returned to a normal body weight for my age, height, body frame, and gender. Now, listening to my body and responding to the valuable information that it's sharing, it is a lifelong process that requires open communication and healthy practices on a daily basis, not just once in a while, or not just to get one thing in place. It's a communication loop that's going on constantly, every day, all day long. And really is a natural course of living. As we mature, and our instincts really about who we are become more refined, then we get a better grip on the ground rules of life. You know, cause and effect becomes more obvious. And it becomes more common to hear people say things like, I used to be able to stay up late and still function fine the next day. Or, I used to be able to eat whatever I wanted and maintain my body weight. Or, I used to be able to, you know, blah, blah, whatever it is for you. You fill in the blanks for yourself because you know yourself. You know for yourself what these things are. And sure, on one hand, we can say that these statements are an indication that the body messages are getting through. And now, likely it's obvious to you that the way to change the quality of your life is by responding to the body messages, which will naturally lead you to a place of wanting to implement healthier choices. Just like the process that I went through and the journey that countless others continue to find and follow on a daily basis. So, you know, naturally everyone is at a different place when it comes to hearing the messages from your body. Many people report not taking the time to eat or get a drink, and some people even put off the necessary trip to the restroom in favor of some kind of messaging from their environment or their own internal thought processes. Some of us remember this habit, starting this habit as a young child. You know, remember when you were so engrossed with playing outside or some other activity that you could barely pull yourself away long enough to go to the bathroom? You know, and some people 
are more tuned into their cell phones and other types of electronic messaging than the idea that their body is constantly sending messages to them. For some people, this might sound like a foreign language. And there are other people that barely look up long enough to notice even that their family is around. Or in extreme examples, people bump into posts or some endure some other kind of equally disturbing casualty because they're just not aware of their body, of what's going on around them. They're in another electronic world or some other state. And there's countless sensations, you know, like the common things like the stiff shoulders or the sore neck, back pain, headaches, eye strain, indigestion, you know, all of these things that are clear messages from your body that indicate that something is out of balance. You know, awareness is always the first step, followed by taking appropriate action to bring your body back into balance. But the body and the mind need to work together to create well-being. And today we're going to explore techniques that are designed to help you listen and then respond to the innate wisdom of your body. Just ask yourself a few of these basic questions to get a sense of where you are currently in your relationship to listening to your body. For example, how often do you ignore basic needs? Do you rest when you're tired? Do you get as much sleep as you need? Do you eat when you're hungry and stop eating when you've had enough? Do you drink when you're thirsty? Do you even notice these things, or is your focus taken up with something far removed from what you're actually feeling in your body? Our bodies tell us what they need to be balanced, and our job is to listen, listening to your body. Now, no doubt some people may be at the stage where they're hearing the messages but overriding the essential information in favor of instant gratification or some kind of temporary fulfillment in the moment, which we all know just leads to cycles of short-term gain for long-term pain. Deepak Chopra suggests that the key to happiness starts with your body's signals and encourages us to take the time to stop and ask yourself how you feel. And then what you do with the information that you receive is what really makes all the difference when it comes to having a balanced, joyful life. Deepak says if you could pick one ally in the pursuit of happiness, that he would pick the body. And that means everybody's body, not just the beautiful, young, fit, or strong ones, but everybody's body. Now, many people have negative thoughts and feelings about their bodies, 
And the numbers of people that are obese is still on the rise and continues to affect younger and younger generations all the time. And too many people are living their lives with a bad body image, which comes from the mind, and can be a source of shame and disappointment. So even though that may be true, the most reliable guide to happiness is your body. Your body is designed to support your mind. And then this mutual support is what creates the wonderful sensation of happiness. So when choosing a certain action, behavior, or activity, Deepak suggests that you take a moment to check in with your body. Seriously, ask your body, how do you feel about this? And if your body sends you a signal of physical or emotional distress, then you may want to rethink the action or activity. But if your body sends you a signal of comfort and eagerness or excitement, then clearly your body is giving you the green light to go ahead and enjoy yourself. When your body and your mind work together, then it's natural to feel relaxed inside and out and feel a sense of wholeness. It's, mm, it's not natural to separate the body from the mind because you never have a thought or a feeling or a sensation without your body. And this is also true of your inspired spiritual thoughts, feelings and sensations. All life experiences have a physical component and getting into the habit of attuning yourself to the physical signals that your body is always, it's always broadcasting. And this can bring great, great personal insight, listening to your body. You know, over the years, I've learned to listen to my body and realize that my body is, it is a reliable barometer for how I'm feeling. The body doesn't lie. The body doesn't lie. You know, the mind can tell all kinds of stories. It can talk you into doing something in one moment, and then, just as quickly, give you an equally believing and plausible justification for doing exactly the opposite in the very next moment. However, your body is your best indicator of how you really feel about things and also your best indicator of how life really resonates within you in a much more holistic way. So if you sense that your body doesn't feel like your cherished companion and friend, then it is really a good idea and a good time to ask yourself why. And I assure you that the reason will not be because you've gained weight or you're out of shape or you've grown older. The answer has to do with a lack of awareness, a lack of rapport with your body. Awareness is the key. It lets your body know what your mind is thinking. Awareness is the key 
it lets your body know what your mind is thinking. And awareness is the communication loop that sends the feedback from your body so that your mind feels supported and understood. It's a, a partnership between the body and the mind. And Deepak helps to simplify the communication by looking at the signals that come from the body as simple yes and no responses. That's a, a great framework to simplify all of this. And this is how your body communicates with you. So here, here are some examples of that. They're very yes, no, simple things. So it goes like yes to balance and no to imbalance. Yes to moderation and no to excess. Yes to regular rhythms in activity and no to erratic schedules. Yes to deep rest at regular intervals and no to lack of sleep. Yes to being in your comfort zone and no to constant stress. So you see, there's no complex or hidden messages. Our cells follow the signals perfectly. And the survival of our cells is really dependent upon heeding the messages. So when you're not paying attention to the signals, then you're really inadvertently working against the flow of nature and working against the natural flow of life. But when your body and your mind and your spirit are in harmony, then happiness is a natural outcome. It's a natural outcome. In our natural state, we are relaxed and happy beings. So also the signs of balance are not complicated and not hidden. The signs of disharmony or imbalance are just as clear often appearing in the form of discomfort, pain, depression, uneasiness, fear, anxiety, and illness. These are all body messages, important information from your body. And unhappiness is an important piece of the feedback. It's a signpost these are all signposts that there's an imbalance somewhere, either in your body, in your mind, or in your spirit. And the signals are really there to let you know that your awareness has, well, it's become disconnected in some way, or in some way you've lost your rapport with your body and mind and spirit. And when you look at life your life experiences from a holistic perspective, then it's easy to link health and wholeness and holiness because all three of these words share the same root word and all three expressions share the same state of harmony or disharmony, balance or imbalance, awareness or lack of awareness. Now, I remember um, in the early years when I had a regular teaching and treatment practice, I often used 
the reference to having issues in your tissues. And certainly psychological issues such as anger and depression, phobias, fears, and anxieties, these are not just strictly psychological issues. These issues have a corresponding response in your brain. And it's through your central nervous system that the brain makes every cell in your body aware that you have an issue. You know, your entire, your entire energy field responds and vibrates, even at the slightest indication of pleasure or pain. And the energy field of your body and your mind is, it's really infused with awareness. So when you consciously pay attention to what your body's telling you, then this awareness becomes heightened and increases. It's good to know that awareness is different than having a thought. You know, a mother can be aware of how her child feels without having to think about what's upsetting her child or trying to figure out what may have happened. Awareness is energy. It's, it's energy-based and it's not a thinking process or infused with thoughts. So the simple act of paying attention can penetrate every aspect of your energy field. And then think about it on the flip side. If you withdraw your energy, if you withdraw your awareness, then disruption occurs. The communication loop breaks down. And then the natural flow of energy and nourishment to your cells the nourishment that your cells need becomes diminished. So when you don't pay attention to your body, then you put your body at risk, just like a child that's neglected. A child can't develop naturally if it's not nurtured and cared for. The same thing's true of your body. Without your awareness, care and attention to the messages that your body's constantly broadcasting, then you're not picking up on the natural indicators that let you know if your thoughts and deeds and actions are making your body happy and able to thrive or making your body unhappy and depleted or out of balance. Deepak encourages us to recognize that we can nourish our awareness through our body and he suggests some con steps that we can take towards this end. You know, he says that it's possible to take steps towards reconnecting with your body by simply increasing your awareness. And let's just use a common issue of diet and weight. You know, and this is certainly not restricted to issues of being overweight because some people are extremely underweight or others are nervous eaters and some people have trouble with digestion. There's really a wide range of issues around this. You may consider yourself a normal eater, but think of food as an enemy or a potential source of problems, either in the present or in the future. You know, most people have some kind of issue that's related to food. So let's use food as a focus for gaining more awareness. So the next time that you reach for an unhealthy food-like product or feel tempted to overeat or have a craving for empty calories, just stop for a moment and shift your focus 
away from the food and bring your focus to what your body is really saying to you. And ask yourself, how do I feel right now? There's going to be one of two answers. Either you're hungry, which is natural, or you're feeling something that you don't really want to feel. However, instead of distracting yourself by eating, take the time to check within and ask yourself how you feel. And then go ahead if you want and follow your impulse with whatever that was. So that's the first step. The second step, which you can do any time, would be to write down the feelings that you had. Be as specific as you can, such as, I feel like I need to be comforted. Many people feel that often. They say, oh, I just want some comfort food. That's the expression we use. Or I feel stressed. Or I'm desperate to eat this. So don't simply write down that you're hungry. Find the emotional word that matches how you feel. And just like you did in the first step, then allow yourself to follow your impulse. Then the third step, which you may find more challenging, is to pause after you've written down your feeling or feelings and then just be still and let yourself be with your uncomfortable feeling. Try to stay with the feeling for, oh, for even 30 seconds. And then ask yourself, do I really need to eat? Ask yourself, what am I really hungry for? Ask yourself, am I really hungry? Now, for many people, this simple question is almost impossible to answer because the natural impulse of hunger has been mixed up with all kinds of emotions. And listening to your body and focusing on becoming aware is a very viable way of beginning to untangle the emotions and a great way of paying attention to the emotions and then separating them from real hunger. And in that way, we get to redo our neurology so that food becomes about fuel for the body and not about feeding your emotions. Okay, so then once you get to step two and you write down your feelings, then you're really well, well on your way. Because the fourth step would be really to attend to the feelings, you know, whatever the pain or the discomfort, if it's depression or loneliness, anxiety, whatever it is. So instead of self-medicating through food, you can follow the appropriate channels. Now, for some people, this might indicate that it would be a good time to seek some support from the therapist to help them with the next step. But for most people, it could just simply be an opportunity for you to start being more emotionally open with yourself, to be more aware of how you're really feeling, to tune in to yourself. You know, many people, food has become a mask, an activity that we do to stuff our feelings down or to numb us from the truth of how we really feel. And for some people, food's really a lie about who you really are. So once you start being aware of your body, then the rest of it can fall away. And that's when the healing can begin. You can be with your feelings and the issues in your tissues, let go of the unconscious eating, 
and food can once again become the fuel that nurtures and sustains your body. Right, so now that we've used an example to demonstrate some steps that you can use to increase your awareness of your body, let's broaden the scope. So if you're wondering what else you can do to help you increase your focus and awareness on listening to your body, here are some basic elements that you can follow. And again, Deepak says that really he encourages you to feel what you feel. Don't talk yourself into denial or take, talk yourself out of the truth. And accept what you feel. Don't judge what's actually there. There's no fault or blame. And be open to your body. You know, it's always speaking. So be willing to listen because your body has so much wisdom to share. And then trust your body. You have to know that every cell is on your side, which means you have hundreds of billions of allies all the time. And value spontaneity. Our emotions change, our cells change, our brain changes. So don't be the agent who stops the river of change by blocking it with things from the past or being frozen or fixed, especially old beliefs about yourself. And enjoy what your body wants to do. Bodies like to rest, but they also like to be active. Bodies like different kinds of food that are eaten with enjoyment. Know your body likes sex and pleasure. And generally, let yourself enjoy what it is that your body likes to do. So these are all primary things to pay attention to. And, you know, Deepak encourages us to realize that on a subtler level, bodies like to be spiritual. And bliss and ecstasy don't belong only in the souls of saints. Bliss and ecstasy course through the body and bring a sense of ease and lightness and alertness and energy and exuberance. And your cells feel all these things and want you to feel them too. So you may wonder, how does this happen? And it's by learning day by day to pay more attention to what your body is saying. You know, as the layers of indifference and judgment and denial peel away, then underneath that, the underlying joy of life can emerge. And one of the most basic ways to be aware is by grounding yourself in the body. There's no mystery really to this. Whenever you notice that you're distracted, then simply just feel your body. As an example, when you're driving a car and someone cuts you off, Perhaps your normal reaction is to be agitated or angry. So you shift away from the calm, relaxed focus that connects you to your body, mind, energy field. Instead of being overshadowed by this disruption, why don't you try bringing your focus within? Let yourself feel the sensations in your body. Take a deep breath, as that is one of the easiest ways to come back into body awareness. And just let yourself remain focused on the sensations until they disappear. So essentially with this approach, what you're doing is cutting off the stimulus response by pausing. And this pause creates a gap or an interval of time with no reaction. 
this pause literally stops the reaction from fueling itself, and it reminds the body of its natural state of harmony and stealth regulation, which grounds you. So it's easy because harmony and self-regulation is really the body's natural grounding state. You know, stress can entice you into another state of a really heightened biological response, which activates the flow of stress hormones. It increases your heart rate, and it puts you into really a, like a hypervigilant state, which in turn triggers many other reactions. But it's good to remember that all of these reactions are just temporary. They're just natural built-in emergency responses. But if you allow the stress reaction to become a habit, then disharmony enters your energy field of your body and your mind. And the normal state of relaxed awareness tries to coexist with the disruption an agitated state of the stress response. But the two don't mix well. They aren't meant to exist in the same time, which is why awareness and being mindful of the messages from your body play such a key role to your well-being. So anytime you're feeling distracted or overwhelmed or stressed or overshadowed, then there's a tendency to escape. Denial is an escape. Distracting yourself through overwork is an escape. Altering your mind with drugs and alcohol is an escape. Overeating is an escape. And all of these tactics are ways of avoiding what we're feeling. But the common denominator in all of these behaviors is a lack of awareness. You know, you numb or distract yourself under the false belief that a lack of awareness will somehow help you. Yet, at some level, we always know, we always know that these behaviors will actually increase or prolong our pain. And with awareness, then the opposite is true. Awareness heals, because awareness is the only thing that is truly whole. And to heal is to return to a natural state. A natural state of health and well-being So I want to take you through a little experience here as, a, as something to help you get a sense of how easy it is to listen to the messages from your body. And, and we're going to just go through a body awareness meditation. And it, it's a little meditation that I adapted from a meditation from the meditation den. And so I just welcome you then to, to really just get comfortable. Whatever a comfortable position is for you for meditating or going quiet within. And then once you're settled and comfortable, just close your eyes. And take a few deep breaths through your nose. Breathing in. And breathing out. Good. And now just focus on the sensations that your breathing offers you. 
Become aware of how the air feels cool as you inhale and warm as you exhale. And notice how your stomach expands as it draws in oxygen, draws in the breath of life. And sense, get a sense of how that breath of life energizes your body. And then if you find your mind wandering away from your focus, then just simply bring Bring your focus back. Bring your awareness back to your breathing. Breathing in and breathing out. Good. And then when you feel ready, shift your focus from your breathing and bring your awareness to your body as a whole, as a whole energy. If you feel any tension or stiffness, then on purpose, bring your awareness especially to these areas and allow yourself to breathe into these areas and let go and relax. Relax your body and feel a new sense of comfort and ease. Good. Deeply relaxed. Now let's begin a process of bringing your awareness to your big body. And we'll begin by focusing on your feet. And as you focus on specific parts of your body, you may find that certain areas begin to feel warmer and more relaxed. Imagine that your feet are the roots of your body and drawing energy and relaxation up from the ground into your body. And allow this awareness to spread up through your feet and into your ankles. Good. And now into your lower legs. And enjoy the relaxed, warm feelings and sensations that are a natural part of your heightened awareness. Notice how your lower legs feel. Are they looser and more relaxed? Good. And now allow your awareness to spread to your knees. If you're having any problems with your knees or any other part of your body, then use this time during the meditation to affirm and visualize your body healing itself as you slowly bring your awareness to the different parts of your body. Good. 
And now move your awareness up to your upper legs, to your hips, your buttocks, and your genitals. And take your time letting go of any tension in these areas. Simply allow your body to relax, melting any holding in your tissues, allowing the pure energy of awareness to move through your body. Great. And now, when you feel ready, then bring this energy and awareness to the base of your spine. Take your time, allowing your body to respond to the increase of energy and care. Allowing yourself to move into deeper and deeper layers of relaxation. Deeply relaxed. Good. And now bring your awareness up through the curves of your spine. Past the lumbar curve behind your belly button. Up your spine, up to the thoracic spine behind your heart. Good, and up to the cervical spine where your neck greets your skull. And just allow your muscles to relax, loosen your jaw, and any tension you may notice. And now imagine warm, liquid light gently pulsating and flowing through your spine. Allow this line of light at the top of of the spine to connect to the energy above your crown moving towards the heavens. Good. And the energy at the base of your spine as it moves down your legs and connects to your roots in the ground, your anchor to the earth. Allow the muscles along either side of your spine to relax, creating a little extra space and fluid movement between each of the vertebrae of your spine. Deeply relaxed. And then, when you feel your spine is fully relaxed, Bring your awareness to your shoulders. You may want to readjust your position a little bit. Gently shift until everything feels in sync with the rest of your posture. Mm, good. And now bring your awareness down your arms and into your fingers. And easily allow your body to let go and relax further into stillness and peace. Good. 
deeply relaxed. And now bring your awareness to your throat and release any tension that you may be holding there. Become aware of your face and feel the warmth that your increased awareness infuses. Relax your facial muscles and sense how sensitive your face is. Notice how the air feels against your cheeks. Good. And now bring your awareness to your brain. Acknowledge your brain for how capable it is of regulating your entire body, mind, and spirit. Good. Notice the general sense of peace and stillness that has come over you simply from stopping, simply from taking the time to bring your awareness to your body listening to your body, letting go, and allowing a natural state of relaxation and well-being. Good. And then when you feel complete, slowly begin to move your body or stretch a little. And then when you're ready, open your eyes. Good. Now you can do this meditation anytime. You can do a shorter version if you only have a few minutes. Or you can use it to focus just in specifically on areas of your body where you may feel pain. You can listen to the archives and let me guide you through it again, or you can take the idea yourself and guide yourself through it when you even get into bed at night. So remember, remember to check in with yourself occasionally throughout the day, especially when you're feeling out of sorts. And ask yourself these simple questions. Are you listening to your body? How do you feel right now? Do you feel aware of what your body is telling you? Your body is filled with wisdom and it's sharing it with you all of the time. So really our job is to listen and to be mindful also of the messages that you're giving your body we want to have our body and our mind work in harmony towards supporting you and being the very, very best version of yourself. And I want to leave you here with a Navajo saying that goes like this. If you want to see what your body will look like tomorrow, look at your thoughts today. And remember, you do have a say in the matter. Listen to your body talk. Listen and respond. It's been really a pleasure to share with you today. 
personal stories and information about how you can come into a better place with your body, better rapport, listening to your body. I thank you for tuning in to Come Back to Your Senses Radio, and I am your ever-grateful host, Leah Brenda-Smith. And until next time, I encourage you to relax and enjoy your life. We hope you've enjoyed our program today and perhaps have found some new techniques that you can apply to your daily life. Thank you for tuning in to Come Back to Your Senses Radio. Please join Leah Brenda Smith again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.